Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Flurry Thursday to everybody. Welcome in to the PHLY Phillies podcast. It's a, a little snow flurry outside this morning uh, here in the Delaware Valley. Welcome in to everybody as the uh, winter meetings are wrapping up. We have some Bryce Harper news to get into, uh, an international signing the Phillies made, and you know all the hot stove talk going on around Major League Baseball, including... Much to Bree, our producer's delight, the Yankees becoming the Death Star again. Uh, so we will get into all of it this morning. Uh, but as right before we started the show, we were finding out that uh, Renee actually has an, an emo music phase in her life <laughs> as her and Tyler were uh, going back and forth on bands. And it turns out, Renee, you're a big emo head and you didn't even know it. Listen, I'm a music person. If anybody has not figured that out by now, I don't have any specifics that I dislike as long as I can sing to it, dance to it, hear the words. I was talking to Tyler, like, that's my limit. I need to hear words. I don't want to just have screaming. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. But if it's some good beats and stuff, like, I can rock with it. So I didn't realize that I was rocking email. I did go to a private school where there were, like, no black people, and there was a lot of white people, and so I feel like they you... really helped pull me into that. Yeah. Like, high school was a classic. Yeah, yeah. your music has formed a big time oh, yeah. in high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it turns out you were throwing bands at Tyler that you, you <laughs> liked, and Tyler, our, our resident metalhead, I guess, uh, was going into the subclassifications of each. And, oh, and yeah. Some was dad, dad rock, some was emo rock, some was punk rock. Like a little bit of everything. Some, like a little bit so, of everything. Yeah, so Tyler's your... Uh, I never dressed emo. If you haven't caught on by now, I like a lot of color in my outfit. So I, that's probably... I didn't realize I was a little bit emo because I was never fully... I'm like, a big earth black. color guy. So what does that make me? I don't... Earthy? I don't yeah. know. Mm. I don't know. I'm not very granola. I don't know. Grounded, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I did that. Uh, yeah, earth tone's grounded. <laughs> but I'm bumps. Um, yeah, so it is... It's great uh, because it definitely... You know, you learn something new every day, even about yourself. Didn't even realize that. But yeah. we were going down a rabbit hole and it had me excited thinking about like that era of music, of rock, of like Paramore, Nickelback, uh, Panic at the Disco, Linkin Park. I was all in. I was all in on that. So we're going to have to have some uh, some music. 
conversations at another yeah, point. Yeah, well, apparently Renee, the emo head, and it's been an emotional week down in Nashville. Ding, 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 uh, we'll get to everything Phillies first and then dive into the MLB kind of hot stove uh, and everything going on there. And then we'll get to guess that ballpark. And speaking of music, a very weird... Um, I guess MLB is kind of going for their target oh demo uh, with a concert series that was announced. But we'll get into all that today. Uh, but let us start. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we've kind of talked about this at length at least twice before that we kind of thought this was coming. And yesterday at the winter meetings, obviously, don't worry, we're going to get into Juan Soto. That's the big oh, news of the day. Oh yeah. But we're going to start with the Phillies and Scott Boris, super agent, bloodsucker, shark in the water has basically disagreed with Bryce Harper's contract that he signed here from the start. Correct. Um, you know, Bryce's comments were that he wanted to come here, win over the fans, allow the team to spend more money and become a contender and do all the right things and, and very admirable. But it's clear they could have probably gotten more money per year uh, when John Middleton is even saying, you know, like, oh, man, you're a bargain. We underpaid you. Uh, I think he's what, Tyler, something roughly around like 26th or 27th 20, in baseball? 21st, 20? I believe. 21st yeah. in baseball, an annual average salary. And that'll probably drop a couple more spots after Yamamoto signs, mm -hmm. after Snell signs, after Bellinger signs, potentially. Um, so he, he could be around the 25th highest paid player in baseball on a per year average. Uh, and Scott Boris yesterday said, um, yeah, we, we're going to want an extension out of you. Yeah. And we're probably going to want to restructure this. I meant to look this up last night when I was doing my show notes, and I think I ADD'd out and, and forgot. I, I don't recall this really happening in baseball much. This is no, kind of uncharted territory. I was going to say, I feel like it's a, it's a sign of the change of the times. Um, because, first of all, the fact that the we know yesterday's price is not today's price. And when <clears throat> Bryce signed in February 2019, that during the $30 million deal uh, was the largest. I remember it breaking the the sports world, honestly. And everybody's like, wow, the largest in Major League history. And then, you know, you had Mike Trout a few weeks later who broke that number. And ever since then, it's just been continuously getting more, more and more millions. And, and the numbers are going up more zeros on things. Um, but when you look at the fact that Bryce Harper at, at this point is openly talking about, what Scott Boer is openly talking about, restructuring a deal you know, you see it happening in other sports. You definitely see, I mean, look at someone like Patrick Mahomes. Like, you see it happening in other leagues, but you in, in baseball, it's kind of new. Well, it's uncharted territory yeah. because it's an uncapped league. So, like, mm -hmm. kind of the quarterback market, when you bring the Mahomes comparison in, like, sets itself every year. Right. And baseball is just like, uh, you know, the Wild West, you can pay somebody and, you know, basically whatever you want. Uh, and Bryce Harper, uh, you know, undoubtedly took a good deal. I'm conflicted on this because part of me goes, Bryce Harper is essential to the ecosystem of the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. Keep him happy, invested, give him what he wants. On the other end, it's kind of a slippery slope then with other players and other contracts and also like, you signed a contract like, mm. you, you know, like, I mean, there is something to that. Obviously you don't want to offend him and like, you know, turn, rub him the wrong way. But at the same time, like you signed this contract because you wanted the Phillies to contend. 
We're talking about an extension eight years from now? Yeah. Like, what the hell is this? Like, I, if I had to guess, Bryce Harper doesn't really want to be doing this. This is all Scott Boris being like, dude, you have to do this. And, and maybe he feels some union pressure. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Because um, I, I find it very odd. Because it's okay. not like he's hurting, you know. It's it's not. So like you're he's, feeling torn, like as if he shouldn't. We should be having this conversation. Like yeah. he signed the contract. Just yeah. Like on out. the one hand, I'm like, make the man happy, do whatever okay. you want. On the other hand, I'm like, Fair. you just signed a contract three years ago. Like, what the hell are we talking about here? Okay. It's not like he's that underpaid that it's like offensive. Like he still makes twenty five million dollars a year. I think what makes it offensive is we talk about as his number continues to drop in comparison to what other guys are making. That's where it is offensive in that sense because Bryce Harper deserves more. Um, I think the hard part is, you know, you look at stock for players will go down, but stock can also go up. And for Bryce Harper to have eight years remaining, uh, one ninety six million uh, on his deal. The stock has gone up for Bryce Harper. And so, I love that Scott Boris was talking about, like, he came here for the fans. He wanted to help recruit. He wanted to help. You know, he wants to be in Philadelphia for the rest of his career. So he's on that side, it's very evident. This is not about, you know, if you don't make this deal happen or change my contract up, I'm out. But it's also like, hey, I'm locked in to be here. I'm invested in the Phillies. I'm invested in helping to bring in, you know, and helping to recruit and helping to make sure the, the club is growing and moving in the right direction to win titles. So now I want you to invest back into me. So for that reason, I actually understand Bryce Harper. Listen, yesterday's price is not today's price. And when your value and your worth goes up and you realize that, you absolutely should go back and advocate for yourself. It's like if we work in a job, if we're, if we're here at PHOI for the next 10 years, or eight years, I'll keep it the same as Bryce's. Next eight years, you know, would you be open and going back if, if all right, PHY Phillies blows up and we're, you know, whatever. Now going back and say, hey, this is what I brought to the table and I would like to, re, you know, reconfigure my contract. Yeah, I mean, it becomes, I probably wouldn't have signed an 11-year contract <laughs> if I wanted to bet on myself. Like, part of the trade-off was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll give you the 11 years, uh, but we want to keep the number a little lower so we can contend and compete. Um, you know, that was the trade-off like 11 year deals. I don't know. I don't want to say he made them the norm, but like, cause you know, a rod and those yeah. deals existed before, but like he kind of like repopularized it in a way. And now Trey Turner follows up with one and other people uh -huh. around baseball. Now even Yamamoto might get one. Um, so, you know, I'm torn. I'm going to, I'm going to pose this question at you because I think it is very much led by Scott Boris. I agree oh, because he's completely said, you know, yeah. I, he, he, didn't follow my advice from the beginning. You know, they kind of disagreed on on what Bryce signed to. And so now he's he's pushing to go back and change things. If this was not eight years remaining, if this is less years, do you think this is even something that we're talking about? If it's three, four years, for example, uh, left versus eight years, do you think it's that number eight that is the reason why? Because that's a long time. I mean, you're talking about Bryce now being later in his career and being in... in what is he now? He's 31. So being closer to 40 years old, like, so I think it's because baseball is guaranteed money. I think they're just viewing it as a way to tackle on more money now while yeah, he's in but his I prime. Mean, like, I'd rather give him $5 million more a year now than commit to something when he's 41. What is it? 41. He's going to be something like that. Yeah, well, He's 31 now. So eight years left. So he's going to be 39. I'd rather commit to more annually now than eight years from now when he's 39, 40, 41. Yeah. Tack on those three extra years because 
you know, it's uh, he's going to a position of less wear and tear. But like, you know, like mm. who the hell knows what Bryce Harper is going to be at age 39, 40. He'll still probably be pretty good. Yeah. But I'd rather just pay him more now than commit to the long term. Okay. Like when there's two years remaining, if he's still performing at an exceptional level, then I say, hey, Bryce, I got you. Like, uh, you know, three, four more years. Uh, no problem. Don't worry about it. But mm -hmm. like right now, just pay the man more now. Yeah, I know Jeff is saying give him whatever he wants. King Crab, Spiral Out, Hypothetical Man, Dave, John, you're all drop, dropping in the chat. Your thoughts as well. It's an um, interesting You know, dilemma. it is a very interesting situation because it is something that, you know, uh, it's, it leaves you scratching your head a little bit. I know he's talking about an extension. So, yeah, 39, he'll be at the end of his eight years. If it is an extension, now you are drifting into your 40s. But we also know Bryce has said he wants to play until he's 43, 44 years old. So his expectations <laughs> are that he's going to have – over a decade left in the majors. And uh, I I don't know. I think I for me, it goes back to, and John, no, you will not. John, you will be here for 10 years. You need to care about 2034. You will also be here as well, thriving Unless and rock rocking is, out to good rock music. Rock in the universe takes out the whole <laughs> earth. Yeah, I think, I think we'll be here. <laughs> I hope so. Um, at one point, it was 2012. And another point, you know, we always hear the rumors about when we're all, the, the world's coming to an end. So we'll all be here hopefully in 2034, knock on wood. But anyways, I think for me, the eight years is what also makes this worth having a conversation about because I know what you're saying, Jamie, the, the long-term deal allowed for them to pay Bryce more money. That $330 million deal becomes uh, a lot easier in that sense. If you're, you're playing it out over the, the course of so many years, but with eight years left and what he's accomplished so far in his start with the Phillies, he has shown, okay, I've gotten the team, helped get the team to the world series. I've gotten the teams in the NLCS. I've been able to help bring in and be a part of, you know, the reason why guys like Trey Turner want to be in Philly. So for Bryce Harper, without a doubt, his stock has gone up. And so I think if this was three years we're talking about left on his deal, I don't think that Scott Boris and Bryce Harper are pushing as hard, but I feel like because it is eight years, which is a very long time and a lot can change in that time that they're pushing. Okay. Let's have a conversation, whether it's an extension or more money, that something has to change because Yesterday's price, not today's price. I'm going to keep saying that because that's absolutely the case for Bryce Harper. So uh, it's something to keep an eye on. But I'm actually team Bryce. I don't think it is all on Scott Boris. I oh, do feel I like I do feel like if I would say a percentage, it's like 60. Well, maybe like 70, 30 or something like that. But I do feel like Bryce Harper, this is why you have Scott Boris. So you don't have to be the one awkwardly talking about money. Nobody, at least I don't. I don't like money talks. Leave that to, to somebody else. So now Scott can look like the bad guy. Bryce can look like the team first guy. And at the end of the day, you're all you're both getting what you're hoping you want in having a conversation about the contract. Yeah, I think this is all Boris being a blood sucking <laughs> shark in the water. What? And he knows that the Phillies are basically in their championship now window and he's gonna he's gonna get, you know, blood out of a stone. It's a negotiation tool. It makes sense to me though. They like, don't sign you're a contract. reading the room. You're reading the room. You know this is a win now team. They're they're not looking to bring in as we've been. I mean, sure, winner. if I'm Bryce, that's I great. I also think around winter meetings that just helps your cause even more. Look, Dave Dombrowski and they've said we're not even looking to go after you know Shohei Otani or Hater or Yamamoto or whoever else is a big name on the market because we trust our guys. We believe in our guys. So here comes Scott. Oh, you believe in us? Well, believe in us so much the tune of. Let's tweak that contract. Yeah, but like there, there's something to a contract, especially when you're highly paid. You know, so like. I don't know. It's I think this is all Boris. Paper with I, some legal terms I, and jargon that well, you signed. Yeah, and it also <laughs> set his great grandchildren up for life. So, like, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, at one hand, just give Bryce whatever he wants. 
On the other hand, you signed a contract, <laughs> man. Like, I understand. Spiral out in the chat and shout out to everybody in the chat. Make sure you're hitting that like button while you're in here. Spiral out in the chat makes a good point. Bryce Harper uh, undoubtedly is what? One of the top five faces of baseball? You yeah. could even make the case is the most popular face of baseball. The man was on the all-star flags when he wasn't even in the all-star game a couple years ago. Spiral out said he only makes $6.1 in endorsements. Otani is an extreme example because of the international pool, but he makes upwards of 30 plus. So if I'm, if I'm Bryce, like, Hey, Scott, go get me some endorsement money. What the hell are you doing? You dragging your feet over here. Yeah. You know, you can, there's other ways to make money. Like, I don't know. Just, <laughs> I, I'm, I hate talking about like people that have generational wealth crying for more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just hard for me as an everyday guy to be like, sympathetic towards well, that we had these same problems too jamie don't yeah, we have like yeah, yeah. like he's obviously years 196 million dollars yeah, we're gonna make yeah. oh man like you, you can obviously so make tough. the case that he's worth 40 million dollars a year or 35 million dollars a year with without much of a uh you know break bending your back over to make that case but like at the same time i'm like dude come on you're five years into a deal and we're already talking about eight years down the line from now like come on so, so i just I'm find gonna, the whole thing i'm gonna weird. just i'm gonna take your thoughts and raise it one more level because i know we're talking a lot about scott boris and spiral out saying scott boris is net worth 450 million you know the poor fella definitely needs more yeah, oh, like, so come sad. On, but i am gonna i am gonna raise you because we we know it is a business and if Scott Boris has, let's just take Bryce Harper and the Phillies out of it specifically. There's a lot to, to this for Scott Boris. If you had the ability to say, hey, look at what I did for Bryce Harper and the Phillies to now be able to, your, your lot, he already has a ridiculous, um, talented roster of players that he represents. But now you really are cementing yourself as like the go-to even more if you're able to do something that we don't, that we don't see happen in baseball. Now you go back and you can change whatever in whatever way Bryce Harper's contract is extended or change more money is added on whatever if Scott Boris can pull that off from a business move as an agent to ching 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 you're getting a lot of big name players that are reaching out to Scott Boris so he's not just thinking about his client Bryce Harper he's thinking about okay this is some great opportunity for me to show my value for future clients that you're coming this way. He's already he, he's already at the top in the game. He though. is, but I mean, it, listen, there's. But now, like, like does that okay, mean so Juan Soto is going to sign. Enough. Juan Soto is going to sign a, a, a deal, maybe now, maybe soon, with the Yankees, and then what? In three years, he's going to want to renegotiate again. Like, it's just it's just ridiculous. We're talking about an uncapped sport where money is endless. <laughs> just get yours at the time you sign the Which contract. Which is why Scott Boris specifically Screw is Scott hungry Boris. to continue. To, he, he is at the top, but if you're able to do this, first of all, it's more money in your own pockets, obviously. Oh, poor And now Scott. you're able to, you know, continue to bring in others. It just, it just, it's all business. It's all business well, at the end it, of the day. It, and it's going to be a change. If this happens, we're going to, we are going to see this potentially again in the future yeah. or at least guys just being smarter about how their contracts are well then you know, sign shorter deals place. for more annual money right like you can't have it both ways because the phillies are <laughs> you know i've seen complaining online like oh the phillies come up short and they're not doing anything they've spent the most money they've ever spent like and, and that was part of bryce's like pitch here was like i want the guys to contend i want to win a world series i want to do this i want like there's there's not much more money to go around like yes would i want john middleton and the owners to spend 350 million sure that'd be awesome 
But there's mm-hmm. this thing called reality we live in <laughs> where they're already at 236 million. It's the highest they've mm-hmm. ever gone. They've gone up each of the last two years. They've gotten big names. They've been aggressive. They've made their moves. They're they're kind of maxed out in a way. So like if I'm Bryce, I, I would feel uncomfortable knowing how much money I have going, hey, John Middleton, I'm going to need a little more out of you. Like there, I, there is a degree of like the team is in uncharted territory. Correct. Like, I, I don't know. It's it, like the more and more I talk about it, the more I dislike it. <laughs> like I get it. I totally understand it. I'm not naive to business and worth yeah, and sure, value sure. and all of that. But at the same time, like John Middleton and the owners are trying everything they can to yeah. win now. And you're going to try and take more. Like I, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough one, but the more and more we talk, I kind of hate it. I mean, it is a sign of a change of the times of the fact that let's be honest, things are moving um, in a different direction. And it's a situation where for Bryce and Scott, Bryce and Scott, that wasn't, did you not? Did Bryce, you, Bryce, Bryce and, and Scott, Scott, Bryce and Scott sounds like Bryce and Scott. Bryce and oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Bryce and Scott. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry, guys. Renee <laughs> was, was really like, proud. Oh my god, that's so cool. For Bryce and Scott, this is a chance that worse that happens is you get rejected. It's a no, and you but just don't have grows, the same deal. But but by starting that conversation, if the Phillies are like, nah, we're actually good. Like, just play out your eight years. Fuck you. In other words, then that starts uh, an unhappiness with the player. So it's just like this could, whole could, like Pandora's box. Which is you're why opening. they might be willing to or are open to conversations because of that exact fact. You want to make sure you're sure. keeping Bryce happy. But then every other player after him is gonna go <laughs> like whining. Oh, wait, that eleven year contract I signed, yeah, that's not real. <laughs> Pay me more. Bryce did it. I can do it too. Yeah, like it's yeah. just I don't know. I hate crying over it. I hate millionaires like and not just like a millionaire, like a $350 millionaire um, being like, hey, give me more. And like, I get it, but I hate it. Is I know. that fair? I, you know, it is, but it's not because just because they're millionaires doesn't mean they can't complain about money, guys. Let's be honest. Yeah, just because sure. they can buy whatever they want to buy doesn't mean they still can't complain about how much money they make. When yeah. we become millionaires, Jamie, and people sure. are trying to tell us not to complain about it. Best believe we will be complaining. Yeah. Okay. Well, the uh, Dave P says the Warriors have a payroll of four hundred million, and you know the thing the Warriors do that has cultivated their system. They teach their players about um, tech stock and companies mm, and investments, smart. and it's part of why Andre Iguodala and Kevin Durant with the union, like all these guys, started broadening their portfolios and getting into the tech and sports and finance world. Maybe John Middleton can can take Bryce under his wing and and show him how to invest some of that money uh, and make even more money. Well, right? I know that you know was, what I mean. Like, there's outside the box ways to do this. That was mentioned in the chat as well about you know at the end of the day, if there's potential, if if they want more, if someone like Bryce comes, you wanting more money, you can also talk through endorsements or maybe it's come back at them with, hey, you know what, we can't make this happen right now, but. We can have a conversation about getting you some more endorsements or having you invest in whatever other ways to help make more money. So there's always options, but you know, I think that would be smart too. You yeah. just want to keep them happy. I think they want to see their overall net worth and, you know, annual income increasing. And that doesn't have to directly come from the Phillies pockets. So yeah. other uh, ways to do it. And and <laughs> let me just address one of the commenters. Cool I to saw. be me. What am I bitching about? Yes, I don't want to commit money to Bryce Harper at age 39, 40, and 41 right now, 
when I don't have to because you don't know what that player is going to be. And the Phillies history is shitty, 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 shitty. Okay, good little pocket. Shitty, shitty, <laughs> shitty, shitty, shitty. Oh, good little pocket. Shitty, 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 shitty. And like there's small, <laughs> like glim- yeah, there's small glimpses of prosperity and there's small windows. So like, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to look ahead eight, nine years from now. Is Justin Crawford and, and Andrew Painter the face of the franchise? Like, you know, financial, do you really want to commit another? Because if he's looking for, say, three to four years on the back end of his deal, mm-hmm. let's just assume he's looking for 20 to 25 million per year. Do yeah. you really want to commit to four <clears throat> years of age 41, 42 Bryce Harper for another $100 million? Like, I don't know. It, it does, that just doesn't sit well with me. Why don't we take these eight years and see how he progresses and grows as an older player? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just too far away for me to be like, give him more. Like, I'd rather just give him five more a, a year now and bring him up to 30 and deal with it in the short term. Mm-hmm. That's so okay. that's my point. Cool to okay. be me. Okay. That's, well, what I, that's what I don't like. Yeah, I get that. I get that's valid. That's very valid. Just pay five um, million more a year and like, yeah. we're, everybody's happy. Exactly. Exactly. I know uh, I see Blue City Empire Sports. Welcome, I guess. You're ready to talk Yankees, I'm sure. Oh, man. We got um, Yankees people in here with the Juan Soto picture. I'm sure. I'm sure. Do what the Yankees do be saying and or she. Uh, they're saying and spend, spend, spend money. Yeah, yeah we, you could do that too, I guess. It, speaking of spending money, um, interesting enough to see how Baltimore decided to spend money on Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, old friend Craig, have fun. He got yeah, a raise. Yeah, it was great to see when all the posts were going out from the Phillies, like, thank you, Craig. The comments were completely hilarious. Uh, disrespectful for most, but pretty entertaining. Uh, if you want to get a good laugh, go look at some of those comments of what people were saying and their goodbyes to Craig Kimbrell, but it's it's something that, you know, we've all talked about Craig Kibble not coming back to the Phillies. And back in November, during the start of the GM meetings in Arizona, that's when we started hearing the Orioles having conversation with David Meter, who's the agent for Craig Kimbrell. And then a month later, the deal finally gets done. And with that, Craig Kimbrell signs that one-year deal. Um, now, the one-year deal is, is pretty interesting. So he will earn $12 million in 2024. Uh, this is what Mark Fison was reporting with the option in 2025 worth $13 million or $1 million buyout. And that makes Craig Kimbrell set to become the highest paid Orioles player um, That's <laughs> ever since, <wild. laughs> since their new GM came, since their GM came in, I should say, prior to the 2019 season. That mark previously belonged to Kyle Gibson, who earned $10 million in 23. And then with Craig, Craig Kimbrell's deal, it guarantees him at least $13 million, which is also the largest free agent contract finalized by any major league baseball team during this year's winter meeting. That's wild. For Craig Kimbrell, guys. He got, how do you fail upwards into an extra $3 million he after his August and September <laughs> performance? Like, I understand the Orioles are desperate for bullpen arms, but geez, guys. A raise of $3 million? A raise. Well, I, I think he got for, a raise. For him, the one thing that the Orioles will have that the Phillies didn't have is he doesn't need to be a closer. Uh, Felix Bautista. But they said is, he's going to be no, a closer. No, Bautista is expected to miss the entire 2024 season. Oh, that's season. right. He is. That's you are correct. Drive, which is oh, what makes tot- it even crazier. Totally they forgot he's going to he be the hurt. closer. He's, You're right. He is Never replacing mind. Felix Bautista. For, forget everything that I just said yeah. for the last 30 seconds. So they've been actively looking for a closer, a reliever, and they thought Craig was the guy. Yeah. I mean, look, on paper, you might get caught up in 
the all-stars and some of the numbers, but clearly not looking at all the numbers. And you clearly didn't watch the NLCS, most importantly, that Craig Kimbrell now cemented himself as the highest paid free agent contract. Josh Hader just went, in yes! <laughs> Craig Kimbrell got 13 mil. I'm going to get paid. Oh my, is there so many? Yes! Yeah. Ching, 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 ching. John Sequella says, you know, Kimbrell getting the raise is probably why the Phillies didn't sign a bullpen <laughs> arm. And we'll get to the Orion comments because that all kind of ties into it. Yeah, maybe the bullpen market is just absurd now because every playoffs it seems to come down to a team's bullpen Mm -hmm. uh and you know who my bullpen is when it comes to getting tickets well that's the game time app use code phly for twenty dollars off your first purchase because buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all of your favorite events like sports music comedy and theaters near you mike berbigley is in town this weekend at helium i'd love to go see him you could check out the Game Time app for stuff like that. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting fu- hyped for all the fun you're going to have. I've used it twice already lately, been getting out a lot lately, and Game Time was awesome to use. They have a low-price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, uh, and a lot of stuff that has your back. So you can get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you get there. The tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your emails. It's there in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app today. Create an account and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Just create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. While we're knocking out some of these holiday deals and bargains, I also want to tell you about wheelhouse cards, because if you've got somebody that loves gear or cards or anything, stop out to Wayne or Westchester and wheelhouse cards. It's our go-to sports gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. It is awesome. Their motto is cards and community because a love of sports unites us all. They carry all your favorite card brands like Top Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football, as well as some sweet gear uh, from Mitchell and Ness, 47 brand, Junk Food, Starter, and one of my favorites, Shibe Vintage Sports. And if you're looking to get your sports card collection graded, well, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions, and they also host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every single month. So stop into either of those two locations in Wayne or Westchester. Open seven days a week at 11 a.m. and knock out some holiday shopping. Use code PHLY and get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in-store. Also, be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. All right, uh, as we wrap up the Phillies news and notes here, uh, can we just take a second? What the hell was that yesterday, Jock Peterson? We, we we were like on, on the griddle up here, like, figuring out like his Instagram posts, and then Alex like, Coffee and Tim Kelly and Todd Zalecki all shooting it down, saying the Philly. What the hell, Jeff, Jeff Passan? Yeah, what? So he needs to answer for his crimes. What the hell was that? That was ridiculous. It was it was highway robbery of our time, our energy, our effort, our excitement. We will never get that precious time back. I know forty five minutes of my life yesterday. John was talking about the end of the world coming. Uh, Listen. That's valuable time. We will never get back that we spent on this show. And instead of talking about, we had some great quotes and updates from Dave and Rob. 
we had some other things going on around with our meetings in and Nashville, rumors. and we're like, we dude. had John. Yeah, we had John in Nashville ready to give we us got some. Tyler making graphics. <laughs> Tyler and everybody else was scrambling. It was literally the SpongeBob episode. I know Tyler's gonna get this. The SpongeBob episode of the mad scramble of SpongeBob's brain, which I know you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's fine. <laughs> we were all scrambling. What's his name? Like, What's, his name? <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? We forgot his name. Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Yeah, it's all I'll, that. I'll take your word that it was funny. You both it seem to so enjoy funny. the scene. Honestly, one of my favorite SpongeBob <laughs> seasons, not going to lie. Um, but more importantly, we will not get that time back. And what I love, though, Jamie, is when we were texting about it in our thread, because we have a PHY Philly thread, guys. We're so cool. Uh, and you were using Siri to text. Siri yeah. thought Jock Peterson was Jack Peterson. So Jock's not even a real name. Yeah, you're, you're forever Jack Peterson you. to me now. I did think it was weird it was a lefty bat, uh, but I still don't understand what that is. Somebody's got to get a hold of him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to track you down, Jock, and make you come on here and I want to know what the hell you were like what were you doing yesterday where you're just like let me just troll all of MLB and Phillies fans uh weird one so very very weird very very weird uh but I know there were plenty of pieces that came out afterwards Jock just wanted to see his name in the headlines of course King Krabs by the way got the Spongebob reference without a doubt um he says W it must be a great scene everybody seems to love it great scene um but Jock just wanted to see his name in the headlines because with all that's going on with winter meetings he must have been having FOMO and felt like I want to be talked about too (laughs) um so as we have been having our PHOI Philly show powered by Ford where you can check out buyfordnow.com to test and drive uh the Ford nearest you we had a huge interruption yesterday and I will Never, ever forgive Jock, especially if he doesn't end up with the Phillies. No Ford F-150s for you, Jock. No, you don't get to ride in a Ford. You don't get those delicious, beautiful-looking trucks. You're out of here. Kaboom. Go answer for your crime. Punch you out of here. Yeah, all right. So before we get to Juan Soto and all that, um, the Reese Hoskins update, it appears to me like he's going to be playing in Wrigley Field next year. Uh, The Cubs just kind of need to... I guess they still think they're in. Uh, they haven't been named as one of the Otani finalists. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but they believe they're in on Yamamoto. So, again, waiting on. Now that Soto's out of the way, the two big ones remain in Otani and Yamamoto. And Otani may have an answer by Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it appears our old friend Reese Hoskins could be going out to Wrigley Field in Chicago. And that's kind of cool. Um, I'd be happy for him. Yeah. Um, there's a July 4th series next year out at Wrigley Field with the Phillies uh, that I'm hoping maybe we can cook something up and all head out there because that would be cool. Uh, So we'll see what happens with Reese Hoskins. Apparently they've discussed multi-year deals and single uh, year deals. Uh, So something to keep an eye on there. Fangraphs. I know that uh, Tyler uses Fangraphs as his homepage. <laughs> he, he loves it. It's baseball nerd heaven. It's well, they came out with their projected 2024 wins for next season. Uh, and here is the order in which they have for most wins. They have the Atlanta Braves, to the surprise of probably not many, as the top team in baseball in terms of wins. Number two, they have the Houston Astros. Number three, not the Yankees, the Tampa Bay Rays at number three, which is interesting because they're trading away Glass now. They might lose Stevenson. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about a Rosa Reina. So interesting. I guess they're assuming the team stays put right now. Number four, the Yankees. Number five, the Blue Jays. And number six, your Philadelphia Phillies for 2024 most projected wins by fan graphs. After the Phillies comes the Cardinals, the Twins, the Dodgers, the Orioles, 
Mariners, Rangers, Marlins, and Mets at 13-14, and the Red Sox at 15. Tyler looks like he just smelled a bag of foul trash in there. I think there's a couple of teams that that really kind of like it, it, the, like the order is just odd to the me. Cardinals. The Cardinals are the one ahead that, of like, the Orioles and Dodgers. Listen, makes... I, I think the Cardinals were historically bad, and everything that happened to them last year was like a snowball effect. And they're not as bad as last season indicated, but they don't have any pitching. And they went out and they signed the geriatric unit to yeah, be Lance their starting Lynn. rotation. <laughs> So like I don't Kyle know. Gibson's. I think offensively they're going to be fine, but like their pitching is not all that good. And, no. and then there's a couple of teams that I think, like the the one in particular that I think was really disrespected on that list is uh, where were the Cincinnati Reds? Yeah. Like twelfth, oh. the list stopped 14th? at fifteen. Yeah, uh, the Reds were not in the top fifteen. I think Cincinnati's yeah. going to be a nice team this year. Uh, listen, I'm not saying they're they're going to make this insane push, but you saw <laughs> last year when Ellie De La Cruz came up and they started mm-hmm. to put some stuff together that they still need an arm. Don't get me wrong. I don't think guys like Hunter Green are and top end of the rotation. They thought guys. they were in on Eduardo Rodriguez. Right. Uh, they, they certainly still need an arm, but I think that like there's certain teams on the list that just, they, they don't feel a hundred percent right. I, I also had, think the Orioles, like yeah. maybe natural the Orioles because of their pitching take a step back, but they won a hundred and something games last year. Yeah, Barbara Carroll so in the chat says those rankings just seem wrong. Yeah, it does those... seem weird to me that the Orioles and Dodgers would be behind the Cardinals and Twins. Oh, I think the Dodgers mm-hmm. specifically because their pitching is such a question mark. Because who is their pitching right now? It's it's a and lot of it's based a lot on of young that. guys. You know, yeah, because it's just it. the younger guys, and Kershaw is not Kershaw anymore, and Bueller's coming back Bueller. this year. Uh, but still, like. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that came out. Well, uh, let's we got to roll through this because it's yeah. already 1237, Jamie, yet again. I yeah. uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Francis Romero, who tagged us in this tweet as we were coming into the show with the update that the Phillies have officially signed uh, shortstop Denelson Ag- Aguia, who... Uh, Say that left- again? Aguia. I, I don't know what's right or wrong. I don't either. But as my... Aguila. You know, I, I did uh, minor in, in did some Spanish, so I feel like my linguistics. Well, then you would get the benefit of the doubt over a, me. A, a guia, guia, maybe aguila. A, aguila. Mm, I don't know. It's giving me with the accent on the a. It's giving you me would a, know better a, than a me. Guia. I was told by my high guia school. Is my guess. I don't Stop know. taking Spanish. I don't know. I you are not suited for this life. The, <laughs> you no. Really? Yeah, I do not have I the music to or the accent, but I'm gonna go aguila. Well, I love getting Cuban. But anyways, he's a guy that he, he's Cuban born and he uh, signs in the current international period that ends on December 15th. So some, you know, it's, it's great to see some, some news like this, some tricklings in that left are happening Cuba in 2021. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He left Switch in the pandemic with year. Bounced. Arm above average and a good bat speed. Well, I have no, Welcome, Denelson. I have no um, course of action here other to fully emotionally commit uh, to Cuban Denison Aguia uh, becoming the, uh, the future of the Philadelphia Phillies. I think this kid is amazing. I used to go down to Cuba and scout all of his games. I would watch every at bat and take feverish notes. I think this kid is a prodigy waiting to happen. And uh, I'm really excited the Phillies got him. Yeah, I'm going to get the correct pronunciation. I know nothing about this kid, uh, but he's 17 years old and he's Cuban born. So giddy up. Aguila. Aguila. That was close. Aguila. 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 Well, anyway, Dennison. <laughs> There you go, guys. Denelson. 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 Yeah. It's a great name. Kid sounds like a baseball player. I'm excited for him. Sounds fantastic. You know what else sounds fantastic? Being able to shop at a great price. And you can do that at Foco because Foco is the leading manufacturer 
in all merchandise, apparel, bobbleheads, toys, collectibles. And over at FOCO, you can use code PHLY10 to be able to get 10% off of your purchase. Again, the code in my Vanna White is right there on the bottom of your screen. And you can use code PHLY10 to get 10% off. That way you can rock all your favorite players and uh, be able to have some great merchandise at home, in the office, in the studio, or down at the ballpark. So it's, you know, it's wild how fast the time just ticks through and how we just move right along, All right, Jamie. let's get to let's the Death Star. Let's keep flying through here. Juan Soto is a Yankee. Um, yeah, the Yankees are back to being the Yankees. And apparently they still might be the favorites for Yamamoto. And if they do that, uh, that is a wild offseason. Um, for the 25 games they're going to play together, uh, you know, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and uh, Juan Soto poses a pretty good meat of the order. Now, my concern, if I'm a Yankees fan, Aaron Judge is too big to play center field. <laughs> Tyler shakes his head no. I'm ta- I, you have him signed for the long so. term. I would be a little hesitant to play somebody that large. Center field might be the most grueling position on the diamond. Mm-hmm. Like you have to cover the gaps. You're running constantly. You're in on a lot of plays. I I just don't know for a guy with an injury history. Like like obviously you do it if you're the Yankees. You get Juan Soto. He's 25 years old. You get to pair him with those that core. Um, you know your pr- run production the last couple of years has sucked. Uh, so Juan Soto should help that. But like I don't know playing Aaron Judge in center field. Tyler, you disagree? Listen, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's like like Mookie Betts and Bryce are moving out of the infield into less physically. You yeah. know these guys with the long term contracts. You have to worry about how they age with it. And I now mean, you're putting sure. him into a more gruesome, well, not gruesome, but uh, the harder position to play. It's certainly a more difficult position. But like Aaron Judge has been like if you just look at the like the defensive war, he's been a about an average defender in right oh, in right field. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, I think he, he may be a player that is a little bit better than his D-War numbers suggest yeah. in the outfield. And, and here's the thing. It's a much different position. I just feel like he's going to get hurt. It's a much different position in totality, but in Yankee Stadium specifically, where, you're gonna, where he's going to play half of his games, that's a short porch in right field. It's a little bit easier to manipulate and maneuver. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's going to be an elite, you know, Johan Rojas level defender, mm-hmm. but he's not bad. And I think that, it, yes, it's a more difficult position. Yeah, but, I don't think it's yeah. that he can't play it. I just think from a, uh, a physical wear and tear standpoint, he <clears throat> is a large man. And that's a, that's a tough position to play. But Juan Soto is a Yankee. Uh, Verdugo joins them as well. Uh, and they kind of remake themselves a little bit. And you're probably, too, in a lot of these games, especially the games that you're going to be winning, at late stages of the game, you're probably going to be manipulating your 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 outfield defense to get Trent, Trent Grisham in the game because yeah, Trent, he is Trent yeah. Grisham comes he's a over very good defender. Mil- he can't hit to save his life. $10 million for Trent Grisham is just like a throw-on in Yeah, so he's going to be your, your late-game defensive upgrade where you may probably move Judge back to right field and you figure something out with Soto, especially Maybe. if the bat's not coming through. He's not... Um, I, I think that he is he's not awful out there by any stretch of the imagination. He's no, a solid I'm enough defender to make it happen. Preserving his career in these long-term investments, because who knows in a year from now, Aaron judge might go, Hey, New York Yankees, you owe me more money. Oh, I want an extension on the end of my 10 year deal. Well, cool to, to be me and Dave. You guys are saying you're not too bothered by this Juan Soto move to the Yankees. I'm uh, not sure why. I mean, looking at the details like of it, by it, the but... Yankees receive, of course, Juan Soto and Trent Grisham, and then the Padres receive a, a plethora of players. Yeah. And Michael King, Johnny Burrito, Drew Thorpe, 
Randy Vasquez and catcher Kyle Higashioka. Oh, um, that's good work by you. I thank you. I thank you. So they get some top prospects and in, in a number, you know. Yeah, Thorpe 13. was somebody I think they they yeah, were num- very very high on. Exactly. King has uh, been pretty effective in the major league level. Might be a middle relief guy. Uh, could be a back end starter. Mm-hmm. I think like Jeff Passan and these experts that were you know writing it up. You know, a lot of people like the return the Padres got because they got a uh, a wide range of arms. They definitely did. Like some they guys like did. Thorpe could be, you know, a number three mm-hmm. uh, and King could be a middle reliever or a number four, number five. And then they got some bullpen arms. So they they kind of threw a wide net at pitching uh, and just took from the Yankees a lot of different types of arms. So Yeah, and for the um, Yankees, they've talked a lot about this and they said in their quotes they were saying how you know it was very clear from the beginning everybody was on the same page brian cashman and company all knew they were going to be aggressive in their pursuit of being able to bring in juan soto of course we had heard at one point they were kind of um at a stalemate and and things were stalled and then you know making sure they could lock in on who that was in, that the Padres going to be receiving in order to make sure that the trade would happen and with that trade of course that's in addition to as we talked about picking up alex verdugo so the Yankees have been very active in making some moves the last couple of days, which without a doubt also now impacts someone like a Cody Bellinger, who at one point was rumored to potentially be going to the Yankees. Well, he's not going he's there not anymore. going there. <laughs> Cody Bellinger is probably going elsewhere. I know there are some other teams that John Morosi and John Heyman have reported, the Cubs being one of them, of course, uh, staying there. The Blue Jays, the Giants, the Mariners all interested in Cody Bellinger. So with the Juan Soto trade, it now shakes things up a bit elsewhere with other moves uh but we did see some other things that have happened yeah. throughout the course of the last 24 old, hours old ed rod eduardo yeah. rodriguez signs with the team uh that knocked the phillies out the arizona diamondbacks and and this is uh he said one of the things that swayed him was the presentation that the diamondbacks made to him and the ability to live somewhere year round and not have to go hmm. somewhere in the offseason i was like that's pretty interesting i never even thought about that but yeah, yeah. that is I mean, pretty appealing. Honestly, Arizona for the Diamondbacks specifically have that draw that it's it's an, a more upscale. Hey, we don't have winter. It doesn't area. suck here. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I was gonna say <laughs> even in terms of the actual houses, you know, like this this area, for example, you get a lot of athletes in Philly that live in Jersey because you can live in an area like Morristown, um, or maybe you want to get a you know a somewhere down in Center City if you if you're younger, you might have like a high rise that's expensive, but. For the most part, where are you finding those mansions? It's in Jersey, whereas for the Diamondbacks, um, they also have the ability to have you live a little bit closer as well. So that is something like other teams outside of, I'm going to say we're, we have a fortune. You can have a city life. You can have a suburban life in this area. Not every team has that. You yeah, know? so he so gets four years, that 80 was mil, interesting. And also, 20 mil a year. And then you compare it to Taiwan Walker and you go, I Ew. Know. I know. Like similar money. I think Taiwan was what, 73, Tyler, over the four years? Yeah, I think it was 72. Yeah, 72 yeah. or 73, yeah. and then Ed Rod gets 80, and it's like, well, I'd much rather have Eduardo Rodriguez uh, than Taiwan Walker well, at that money. But fortunately for Rodriguez, the Diamondbacks were interested because the Red Sox did not really have as much interest in bringing him back. Once they had Yamamoto and Imanaga on the table, they were actually preferred to want to wait on them before trying to bring back Eduardo Rodriguez. So Rodriguez has a new home after playing with the Red Sox from 2015 and 2021. And now the the uh, Red Sox are looking elsewhere at some deals that they're looking to make. Uh, someone that we've By been the way, the Diamondbacks have of. a pretty nice pitching rotation. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have Zach so. Allen, Merrill Kelly. Then you have yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez, Brandon Fott, 
and uh, I guess whoever, you know, you, you put in the fifth. Was it Tommy uh-huh. Henry? Um, so Diamondbacks, you know, they improved. Uh, yeah. You know, for a, a, we'll see what happens with Guriel and who they bring back offensively. But the Diamondbacks got better yesterday, no doubt about it. Yeah, well, some other names uh, to keep an eye on. We've got Shota Imanaga, whose agent has said there are over 10 teams interested in acquiring him. He's not particular about the team's location, whether Japanese players are on the roster or not, but he's already met with a couple of teams online, allegedly. Uh, he's got a great stat record when you look at uh, the fact that he's pitched in 159 innings, has a 266 ERA, a 1019 whip. Uh, very good talent that's definitely flown under the radar for some, but has also been receiving a lot of interest as well. We talked about Cody Bellinger. Um, and then also with some deals that are done, the Mets have continued to just be that snake in the grass. You know, they signed Michael Tonkin to a one-year, one-million contract. They're definitely one of the teams that we've been hearing a lot about around Yamamoto. So team owner Steve Cohen flew to meet Yamamoto in person in Japan. And then also uh, the Mets are supposed to be having a meeting with Yamamoto on Monday. So the Yamamoto Mets seems to still be there, but you're feeling like they're not going to get them. Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to miss out. Um, I'm I sorry. Think, the Yankees are meeting with Yamamoto on Monday. Yeah. So the the, the list, Mets owner flew out to meet with him in Japan last week, and the Yankees are meeting with Yamamoto on Monday. So Let the list of finalists for Yamamoto, according to some, is the Blue Jays, Dodgers, Giants, Mets. Yankees and two mystery teams. Now, John Heyman today said that all the major market teams are in on Yamamoto. So, I mean, I don't <laughs> think the Phillies are one of them unless they yeah. were making a major trade to get rid of money. Uh, but the two other big market clubs, you would think the Phillies, the Cubs, the Rangers, and that's basically it. So, like, probably two of those three teams are the mystery teams. But the Phillies could be a mystery team just in, like, PR and, like, yeah. in that regard. I think I think he's going to end up going to the Yankees. Well, one source, an anonymous source, because why not be anonymous, I guess, said that it's going to come down to the Mets and the Yankees uh, because they're both needing and wanting him and being very aggressive. So, I could see – we talked about him being in, in New York. I think it's, it looks like it's going to happen. Yeah, him and Garrett Cole – uh, on that Yankee Jeez. offense could really flip things around well, for the Yankees I'm tired in a of the big Yankees way. doing so much. Relax, Yankees, yeah. relax. Otani we could have by the weekend. Apparently those four teams are the Dodgers, Giants, Angels, and Blue Jays. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I don't think the Angels feel good about it, though, because they've apparently aggressively, was the quote, I believe, from mm-hmm. Morosi, is pursuing the starting pitcher trade and free agent market and have apparently called on Corbin Burns and Shane Bieber Mm. from Milwaukee and Cleveland. So the angels must not feel great uh, about Otani returning. So they're hitting that up. Uh, The other names out there on the trade market, Dylan cease. Apparently uh, John Heyman was saying that that market is cooled down. And he says, this is probably the Yamamoto effect, Uh, which is smart. makes a lot of sense from the white stock standpoint. Uh, that they're going to wait until Yamamoto goes, and then the teams that don't get Yamamoto are going to be a little bit more desperate mm-hmm. and maybe a little more willing to hop into the Dylan Cease market. So I think by the White Sox waiting, uh, the price will only go up for Dylan Cease. So that yeah, makes a lot of definitely. sense there. And her, just some other news, the Yankees also apparently are allegedly interested in Jordan Hicks. That's been coming out. I've been hearing that from some Saw that from a few New York-specific sources, so don't know the totality of that. It wasn't our usual John, John, 
Jeff, uh, you know, our usual guys, but a lot of New York sources that are reporting that apparently Jordan Hicks and then back to Otani, as you were mentioning, just for everybody to be on alert. If you're still interested, I know some people have said they're, they're over it. They don't really care about where Otani goes at this I, point I care. in the chat, but some are still on Otani watch like we are. It is Thursday. Of course, winter meetings have, have come to an end. And no, Otani is not signed yet, but allegedly, according to John Morosi and John Heyman, um, and you know, different Sunday, reports, maybe. we are going to see in the next few days. So this weekend, as you're mentioning, <laughs> might be the time that we see Otani get locked in with wherever he's going to be playing next season. So that's exciting. I know the Dodgers did meet with him, even though they're not supposed to be telling, but the Dodgers did have Screw a meeting that. with him. Shut, um, it's it's shut unclear up, Shoei. if the Cubs had a... Oh, you got to be secret. Oh, stop it. Relax. Leave Shoei alone. The Cubs were supposed Ooh, to have a meeting. With, uh, uh, there were reports that the Cubs were not interested anymore with him, but then Cubs president of Ops, Jed Hoyer, came back and said, no, 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 no. We, you know, we're still involved. We're still in the, We're still at actively involved in pursuing Otani. So Shoei's privately working through this process, Jamie. Let it be. Private. And just let it go. Oh, stop let it. Let it go. Just like, what, what needs to be private? Who gives a shit? You know we what I mean? Do. Like, we just, all do. But he doesn't want to well, yeah, have all like, the like song and dance. I think What song and dance? So He's going to go get his pitch from the teams regardless. If the public yeah, knows but, or not, who cares? <laughs> like, what, what, are you, what are you protecting? Because he, I just feel like he seems like a very private guy in general. Doesn't want all his business public. And I, I can tell you this from experience. Then don't be a major league baseball player. Tell you this from experience. Shohei Otani is, he doesn't want to have to hear the whole, like, you know, all the noise. I mean, we're all talking about him, obviously. The internet isn't different. real. <laughs> it's not I don't know. real world. I don't know what he wants to be private, okay? Yeah, like, I, well, I don't understand what's, what's, what's private you? because there's nothing private about the social media world that we live in. But private. I think he, he doesn't want teams to be able to go out there and be all like hoity-toity of like, look at us. We met with Shoei Otani. Ha 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 ha. And you didn't. Stupid. It is. Ah, whatever. It's I mean, you're stupid. Just, you're very, you're, you know what? You're, you're irritated today, Jimmy. I, yeah, <laughs> I am irritated. Oh, I don't. Bryce Harper's you contract. Do, I don't want my negotiations Boris, to be public. Otani. Shut up. You're about to get $600 million. It can be as public as I, people want it to be. You don't feel bad I support for Shoei Otani is about to sign No, I think Dave Roberts was, was good. <laughs> good for Dave Roberts. Yes, we met with him. Ooh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm kind of irritated today at all these millionaires. Clearly, all these millionaires have been really riled up. Um, listen, but it's I, stupid. Okay. It's stupid, what? Joey. I know you're a big fan of the show, so it's stupid. All right, process that. Uh, uh, and, okay. and NL East news before we get to the stupid uh, <laughs> rock concert that's going to be going around. Uh, the Braves and Dodgers are apparently the teams that have, are showing interest in Tyler Glass now. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's not great news anytime the Braves come up on a, a good pitcher. And then the Nationals make a uh, you know mid-tier, low-level signing with Nick Senzel, uh, who was projected to be like one of the fast rising prospects a few years ago and never really, uh, you know, panned out. He's that kind of like versatile, can play infield, outfield first, like maybe even can pitch uh, in blowout games type of guy. So the Nationals sign him. Yeah, and then Cincinnati uh, made a move as well. The Reds looking to bring in Jimer Candelario on a three-year $45 million deal plus a $15 million option for a fourth year. Um, he did, of course, and still needs to get a physical. That was as of last night. So that's just pending physical and those last-minute details to cross the T's and dot the I's uh, before that move is made official. So, you know, we're seeing the, the, you know, the small little moves happening here and there. Of course, with Juan Soto kind of opened things up a little bit, but it's not until Shoei Otani 
eventually goes somewhere. I know Dave said he would put his coat on the mud for Shohei Otani. Well, Shohei Otani might be going somewhere. He's going to the Dodgers. Um, we all know it. should be happening this weekend. We all know it. He's going to the Dodgers. <laughs> like, do, do I really see him going to Toronto and paying? Toronto's cool. Yeah, but- it is. And there's also, well, I mean, California taxes are real too, but the Canadian tax is real, and that's something that free agents consider. Uh, but you so get free of this list though. of the He's Dodgers, going Blue to the Jays, Dodgers. Giants, okay, I'm not counting the Angels and the Cubs. The Angels are done. You're, He's not going to the Cubs. Dodgers. He's going to the Dodgers. They're going to take him around and say, hey, look at this cliffside mansion in Orange County you can live in for the next decade of your life. Your neighbors are Jay-Z and Beyonce and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> look at how gorgeous it is in California. Have you seen our weather? And he's going to go, oh, yeah, shit, I have $600 million to play with. I'm going to live here. He because every that, time he have multiple houses. Every time you go to in- California. Yeah, but, like, you get to live there. If you have all the money in the world, like, outside of L.A. is, like, probably up there and, like, amongst the coolest places to live in the country. You think so? I mean, yeah. he's already been out there. And, like, he knows what it's about. Anaheim's not the same. He's going to the Dodgers. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. So, uh, we'll be, you know, it's, I would love to see where we end right, up living. What's your take? Because we'll do it tomorrow. Official submission. I actually have no idea. Well, I'm you just, have to. I've been kept in the dark for where Sheldon's going yeah, next year. He's not year. answering he's your He's not DMs. telling me. <laughs> he hasn't, all right. Tomorrow, all- we need your official take because it could happen this weekend. Of where Shoei's going. All right. Well, you know what else you can take advantage of this weekend? That's a chance to go test drive a Ford because Ford is having uh, the Make the Holiday Bright sales event that's now through January 2nd. Crazy enough, the new year will be here before you know it. So have an opportunity to go down to your local Ford store and take advantage of test driving. They've got a a full lineup of vehicles, including the F-Series, the F-150. Lots of great options there you can test drive. They've got class-exclusive equipment, they have uh, the best of the best. So you can choose between six engine types for your F-150 truck, like Power Boost and EcoBoost and V8 options and a hybrid option as well as an all-electric variant. So Ford has a lot of different makes in, in terms of what you can test drive. You can go now to try out for yourself, get behind the wheel, and see what it's like to be in a Ford. You can learn more about Ford's full lineup and make the holiday bright sales event at buyfordnow.com. Dot com and head over to your local Ford store for a test drive today. Let them know that we at PHOY sent you to go uh, test drive a Ford. Yeah, and we really appreciate Ford allowing us to have John Foley down in Nashville yes. this week for the winter meetings. Thank you, Ford. Uh, John got some great experience and, um, you know, networking there with old Topper and Dave Dombrowski and Love staff. That. So a lot of good stuff. And make sure you're <clears throat> checking out John's writing on allphly.com. Also on allphly.com right now, there's a discount on our diehard membership. It's down to $59.99 a year, down 20 bucks. So it's a great time for you if you've been considering becoming a diehard. Uh, For that, you get a discount right now on allphly.com. Head there, become a diehard. You get a free t-shirt with your membership. You get a sticker pack. You get an invite to our Discord community, which is basically direct access with all of us here on the Sixers, Flyers, Eagles, Phillies, and Union shows. Everybody here at the company is a part of the Discord. You get discounts to our events. Uh, you know, I'd love to do an event where we go to the Wrigley Field next year over July 4th, or maybe we go to the London series or spring yeah, training. We will have some events Watch that are outside parties of and tailgates and, mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. So you get discounts. Uh, to that type of stuff as well. So there, if you've ever considered it and want to hop in, the Discord's a lot of fun, uh, and the, there's a discount right now on the Die Hard. So hop into that. I can tell you, Renee, I have zero interest in doing a event 
next summer. Um, I think it is July oh, no. 23rd at Citizens Bank Park. Um, where <laughs> Major League Baseball made a, uh, I guess, a marketing deal with um, the tour uh, next summer that is Def Leppard, Journey, and the Steve Miller Band. I guess they're doing a Major League Baseball Stadium concert tour, and all the teams last night on social media teased out this weird space uh, satellite orbit video and it was like coming tomorrow tomorrow and everybody was like what's going on and then they announced today uh that Def Leppard Journey and Steve Miller Band are coming to Citizens Bank Park uh I think Citizens Bank Park is a great place to see a concert I usually see the Dead and Company there every year uh, I've seen some shows there in the past uh Def Leppard Journey and Steve Miller I see they're really targeting their key demo which is the uh the boomer generation um, because the average age of a major league viewer is like, uh, I think like 57 or 58 years old. I have no interest in this concert. Are you going to be, uh, rocking at citizens bank park on July 23rd? No. Tyler, no, are you no. going to be there on July 23rd? Listen, I enjoy classic <laughs> rock quite a bit. Uh, no interest in seeing this show at this point. No, I, no 1974. Sure, I'm 100%. I don't even know if Journey was playing in 74. Listen, I made that up. Steve Miller Band, I actually Steve Miller Band was probably playing in 74. I don't Na- even... 1984, I'd still see it. Now, now, not happening. I might have a wide range of music, but it does not include Def Leppard, Journey, and the Steve Miller Band. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'm, I'm, I can't name you a song. I'm sorry, guys. You could name one. I might know it if I hear it. Rockin' I... Me. Huh? Is it Rockin' Me? Sing it. No, I'm not going to sing on the air. <laughs> okay, talk The it. Joker. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. You, you is that why they did the space thing? What I don't like is as winter meetings are closing, we're waiting for the Juan Soto news, and all of a sudden all the teams have this cryptic video go out. It was about six seconds long. I watched every second of that video over and over and over and over again trying to analyze it. I put my detective hat on, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, is an alien coming? Are we getting a TV deal? Are we going to see oh, maybe some rule changes? No. You know, I was, the speculation was just swirling around in my head. And so I was thoroughly intrigued because I thought it was something, you know, as we're winter meetings, I'm like, I mean, okay, but why would bands. every team be posting this? It's clearly not a trade. It's clearly <laughs> not, you know, whatever. But it, you know what? Shame on you guys for capitalizing on the fact that we all have been so tuned in good to the Twitter world them. because of winter meetings that you capitalized and dropped the news about the tickets. Tickets do go on sale December 15th. For anybody that was curious, John Dickerson or anybody else in the chat, tickets are going on sale soon. But it's like you you Fly took like advantage of us. You <laughs> knew we were waiting for big news. You knew that we were like on the edge of our seats. And then to say tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And by the way, I checked at 10 a.m. Eastern time. It did not go out right away at 10 o'clock. They were. That's Steph Leppard. That's not Steve Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this song. You can't play that, by the way. You're going to get us. Oh, yeah. You're, 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 you're going to get us copyright strikes. Oh, no, guys. I didn't well, mean to do that. Well, it's been real because we're going to get banned from YouTube now. That JB just played music out loud. I just, but, yeah, I forgot um, about that. Wow. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah, of okay, course. Okay, every, my bad, my every bad. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Renee doesn't know so that. So I actually yeah, saw then, Journey. Journey was a part of my first ever concert. Now I'm excited. Maybe I'll go. Yeah, I went to the 1029 Earth Day concert when I was in seventh grade with my cousin uh who was uh, like a year or two older than us <laughs> so yeah they didn't uh, mgk used to do an earth day concert uh and it was journey edgar winter group and edgar allen or edgar white 
Edgar Allan Poe? No, not Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar, yeah, they, Edgar they, Winter they, they resurrected him from the dead. Yeah, the Edgar Winter group. That he was read, like, he, read, the, he read the Raven and it's full. I love that, Jamie. I will say the most ridiculous thing and you will just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I've oh, seen you just, I was like Edgar Allan Poe. Oh no, no, not Edgar. Like doesn't even. You know the Edgar Allan Poe historic site is like two blocks away. Oh, here we away go with here. with freaking cemeteries again. Edgar Allan Poe is right on Spring Garden. He used to live before Baltimore. You know they get all the cre- the credit for him with the Raven, but it's like two blocks away. It's on Spring Garden. It and doesn't take much for me to feed it to JB. It's like it's like seventh in Spring Garden. I want to say, Tyler, look at but him uh, go. yeah, Edgar Allan Poe used to used to write right down the street. <laughs> old Ed, old Edgar. Um, so yeah, honestly, it just cracks me up every time because I did the same thing yesterday when I was like, Aaronola. If I just blurt out the most absurd thing, you just take it and run with it. Yeah, I you don't a, even like dismiss it or pay it any mind. And now we're on an Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, journey. I have a, a vast knowledge of useless information. <laughs> so like, you know, there's not many but places. You didn't know not to play a song, and you actually moved your computer into the microphone. I know I was, that was really dumb, <laughs> guys. If for any reason we get banned, we're gonna be like Edgar Allan Poe out here. You're just not going to hear from us anymore. Yeah. All right, it's because Renee. somebody decided to play a song Let's on YouTube. Let's stop talking about it. Never, never, on. never more, quote the Jamie. Yeah. He's going to get us kicked out. <laughs> I was Edgar Allan Poe one year for, no, you uh, were not. for Halloween. <laughs> I have an Edgar Allan Poe mask. And uh, because back where I lived in Pennsport, one of our neighbors, <gasps> no! this, this woman, Mary, would throw an awesome block party. And it was a themed Halloween party. And I think one year the theme was literature. So I went as Edgar Allan Poe. I wore like an ascot and like this Edgar Allan Poe. I'll have to find the picture. I have it somewhere. And and my wife dressed as like a raven. She dressed in all black. Oh, this is adult you. Adult Halloween party. Yeah, South Philly block oh, party. That's funny. I thought it was a kid version. Of no, you. I wasn't oh, dressed up as Edgar Allan so Poe as a kid. Dang it! I thought it was kid Jamie. No, I was like, adult. what kind of kid were you that you were at a literature themed Halloween party? Yeah. A little different than my Halloween party. Yeah, that I was going no, to. it was a Penn Sports Street party. Oh. Well, all right. Fun. But it's still kind of funny, actually, that you dressed up as I will. Though. I will find the picture because it's pretty funny. Oh, all man. right. So yeah, we're going to be on a time for Renee to get tortured. <laughs> it's my favorite time of the show. It is guess that I ballpark. Thought you were getting tortured with Edgar Allan Poe. And then no, oh, I, what's wrong with Edgar Allan Poe? A historic site for Philadelphia. That's not something that you go like nobody's dressing up as Edgar Allan Poe for Halloween. You go into a literature themed Halloween party. Who goes to a literature themed Halloween party, JB? Mary threw a great party in Pennsport. (laughs) What was I supposed to do? Say no? She confronted me and was like, you guys better come this year. And I was like, okay. Did you have to bring books with you? No, I just dressed up like with the ass guy. I I was playing beer pong in the mask. (laughs) Yeah, we had beer pong going. Okay. It was a fun party. We've had two totally different experiences in life. You wouldn't go to your neighbor's block party if they invited you? No, not for... She was a very nice lady. We used to talk every day when I walked the dog. Oh, is she an older lady? Oh, yeah. She was probably in her late 60s, early 70s. And you went to her Halloween party? It was a block party. It was on the street. Oh. It's not like we were going... Her house was open. she just organized it. She organized it and the potluck and the tables and the decorations and all that. Good stuff. Not really. It's not really what I... You know, like it's I said, you just neighbor. have different experiences, you know, it's just totally different experiences. That was my neighbor. I used to clean up the, the litter on the street. We talked to Mary every day. Spiral Out brought up a good point. We brought this whole thing full circle. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe is the original emo. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Uh, so let's, oh, that's This great. whole thing, an hour and yeah. five minutes has been worthless. Yeah, so let's get to guess that ballpark. <laughs> uh, ooh. Ooh. I think I know it. Wow. I think I know Renee it. coming out hot. 
Because I remember this from yesterday. Mm. So just for the update for everybody who's curious, it is seven to three. (laughs) (laughs) One of us has been cheating longer than the other. (laughs) Wait, yesterday was Angel Stadium? Was that the one we went with? No. No, yesterday was... Two days ago was Angel Sta- Angel Stadium. Yesterday, yesterday was, was Orioles. No, it wasn't Orioles. No, no it was I got it yesterday right. was Oakland. Oh, it was oh, Oakland. Oakland. It, it was, was the o. football field. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very sharp mm-hmm. angles out there. Hmm. And I think one of these one of these sharp angles are probably the definitive, like ha- angle that you would want to take. Final a look answer. At. I'm ready. No, don't do Yep, American. Renee, your clock is going to start. Final no, answer. Uh, no, no, no. I'm actually, oh, I had it before Eugene Krabs I'm for not the looking record. At the chat. All right, don't look. My answer is the high it. elevation of Coors Field at our sister station, DNVR, Colorado Rockies. Gosh, it's hard now because we've done a lot of these already. So I, know. I need to, like, I wish I could. Great American Ballpark, remove. Cincinnati. Final answer. I can't. Right, that's gonna be the Yankee. last one now. We've done. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Coors Field. We no. Which is a really we've cool stadium, Tropicana. by the way. And for those that hate like downtown stadiums, I don't know why you would, but like go like you can walk into Coors Field and just walk into downtown Denver. It's pretty awesome. And they have that cool bar in the top right field bleachers. Looks like a good time. Oh, tell us more. Yeah, no, I think Renee, <laughs> it's time to start your uh, one minute. What else do they have there? Siri, start a one-minute countdown. Why do you always talk to Siri? It's the easiest way. I do this with my kids all the Lazy. time. Oh, if they don't want to do something, they'll say, can we have two-minute timer? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. All right, in two minutes, we're going to do the thing you don't want to do. And then I'll just hit them with a little Siri timer. What do they say next? Mm, I don't know, Renee. <laughs> you have about 45 seconds. No! Oh, my gosh. Kind of looks like Fenway. Oh, we already did Fenway, for the record, John. I will let you talk to the chat. Yeah. Um... Hypothetical man agrees. Coors right, Field's a great spot. I got tickets for like, because the Rockies always suck. Um, Rudy did Comerica. Yes, Spiral Out. I am very much pro New Sixer Stadium. Uh, that that part of Market Street needs to be rehabbed in this city. Between Old City and Center City, it's... Uh, it's so it's, busy already. It's My Weirdoville. Gosh, it's hard being- Psychoville and Finkel's the mayor. And I could take a, a one train stop selfishly. I can get on a train right at my house. Be at the Sixers Stadium in no time. I'd never drive to a game again. You don't have to worry about DDs. I'm all in. All right, Renee. No. Ah! Why do you always go with that? I hate that one because that's literally my phone, my wake-up alarm. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're saying you think it's Coors Field? Why do you think it's Coors Field? <laughs> just, it's just what I think. It's just my, it's just like my opinion, man. Okay. You know what movie that's from? Uh, no, tell me what movie that's from. Well, Renee, we're going to need a final answer before we reveal I, the movie. I'm going to go with, we haven't done the Marlins. Mm, Wait, let me Tyler double check my list. Oh, crap, we already did them? I thought we did. No, damn it, that was my answer. <laughs> okay, oh no, I'm scrambling. All right, Tyler, I think you're going to have to put, like the, ca- an additional put the camera back on Renee so people can watch <laughs> this torture. Please. No, don't let's do that because I need to see the let's ballpark. One, let's one shot Renee I can't do here. the ballpark. Oh, that did we do Minute Maid? That ballpark's been up there for like four minutes now. Did we do Minute Maid? And John, two minutes is very generous, man. It's a one-minute timer. I'm sweating right now. What um, are you talking about two minutes? Who goes two minutes? You're crazy, John. <laughs> one minute. There's a oh, song no. about me. Um, All right, Renee. Okay, okay, okay. Minute? I need to see the ballpark one more time to confirm my answer. Oh, 
She's so nervous. Back to the one shot, Tyler. Back to the one shot. She's so nervous. Just please pick one. Go, Renee. Go. There's like 12 Just left. Just say it. There's like 12 left. <laughs> yeah, hypothetical man said, Renee, pick one. I got to get my lunch. I agree. I'm okay. hungry too. Okay. Pick one. Okay. Wait. Did we do... Oh, God. <laughs> Did we do? No. This Why is do I keep picking ones that we point. already did? I thought you had a list. I do, but it's not like I have to cross-reference. I need extra time because I have to cross-reference my list with the with my guesses. It's Final a lot. answer. It's Let's go. Lot. Spit it out. Have you done the nationals yet? Wait, I didn't see the photo. Oh, my God. Oh, look at me. <laughs> see, now everybody gets to see why I enjoy it so much because you torture yourself. <laughs> this isn't real. It's much like the internet. Right? <laughs> I'm, getting, do, I'm getting hungry. Maybe that's why I'm so Renee, mad. We, we have another show to today. do today. I'm hangry. <laughs> Finally, I, I got a lot of work to do before the union show starts. Okay, yeah, I'm you sorry. got a union show to do. I got to eat. I'm Let's sorry. go. Okay, okay, okay. Did we do... <laughs> I don't want to guess one that we already did because that's a waste. All right, I'm gonna go with P PNC. Cry. Uh, King Krabs throws a delay of game penalty at you. <laughs> one correct PNC. answer will Whatever. be docked from PNC, your score. Guys. Whatever. You're about Jeez. to lose one of your positive results. Oh, wait. Did you just hear go. the answer what? in the chat? Just, what did you? <laughs> yes. I, just, yes. I, said PNC. I said PNC. PNC part. Okay, All right. of course. Final field. answer. Yay, I win. You stink. <laughs> All that for a wrong answer, folks. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I'm crying. Yeah. Well, it was a I lot of. I can't say the same thing as you. Yeah. Because then, it, then you guys are going to assume I'm just jumping on the bandwagon of whatever answer you and King Krabs and whoever else say. Yeah. Uh, well, I, we have to spend a special thanks because. This PHLY Philly show has been powered by Ford. Check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. They're beautiful trucks. You know all about them. Everybody's got one. Every time you see one on the road, you just go, damn, that's a good looking truck. I've always wanted a pickup truck. Nah, I don't want to talk about trucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you got trucked in Guess That Stadium today. Me and dude, Eugene Krabs is like, he, we almost have to like blur his answers because he's Actually, really good at this. Guess that stadium. Yeah, why are you so good at this, King Krabs? What's yeah, your secret? Yeah, King Krabs. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying. You know what? After this, I'm going to go back. I have my list of ones we already did. I'm going to make a list of ones we haven't done yet. So <laughs> There's not that many left. Tyler, do you know how many we have left now? <laughs> 11 left? Great American ballpark. So big thank you to Ford. Head to buy Ford now left. to <laughs> buyfordnow.com to find in time. Find and test drive the Ford nearest you. Uh, Juan Soto's a Yankee. Otani better give us an answer soon. This is getting stupid. Uh, Bryce Harper and Scott Boris, uh, chill out. Scott Boris, looking at you mostly. Don't bring sweet Bryce into this, you blood-sucking agent, you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Before we go, I just want to say thank you guys for putting up with us, specifically me. I'll be better tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be Great American Ballpark tomorrow. I'll or be one better. of these I'm going to be ready, guys. I'm going to go prepare right yeah. now. Right now. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here on the PHLY Phillies podcast. Make sure you're hitting that like button before you leave the chat. Uh, to everybody hanging out with us today, we appreciate your time as always. We love you. And don't forget about that Die Hard membership sale on allphly.com. You can get $20 off right now. It's basically a free t-shirt. So hop in our Discord and become a Die Hard. And again, thank you to Ford uh, for presenting the winter meetings this week. 
Check out buyfordnow.com. We will be back tomorrow at noon. And apparently we have to start guess that ballpark about 15 (laughs) minutes before the end of the show so we can actually get out on time for once. Thank you, everybody, and we will see you tomorrow.